Tell me your story so I can help you. I won't leave until I take you. I know a lot of Fergie songs, actually. So do I. That The Duchess, that album? Yeah. Great album. My, um, okay, famously, my grandma loves the song Big Girls Don't Cry. Oh, great song. And she only once in my life ever asked me to give her a personalized ringtone <gasps> for her. She, she, she pursued me. She sought me out and said, Whoa. can you make that song my ringtone? And did you do it? I fucking did. did. You know I did. You were called to action. It was her power song. Wow. It was her healing power song. <sighs> Just starting off at the top of the little Fergie, y'all. I hope you know. Oh. cigarette i'm on my second vodka drink so you oh, know yeah. what it is i'm drinking a kombucha that's 8.5 percent oh, april You're i don't even one. understand how they made that i don't understand kombucha at all how did they make it imperial that's weird that's weird i don't know anyway welcome to big sig hey <laughs> hey hey april Leah, do you know what I'm going to ask? How was your week? I was going to ask, how are you? Okay. Oh, fuck time. Fuck space. Oh, okay. Like, how, how are you? How is April? Mm, fine. I think I'm good. Okay. I'm going to um, Portland next week. Yeah, you are. So I don't think I've gone. I don't. I can't recall going on a trip. I went to Idaho. Yeah, but that was. Was Idaho? It was fine. Yeah, it didn't have it didn't have the same you know zest that like a trip to Portland for a wedding with yeah. your friends has. So I'm taking I'm taking a sweet little four day mm. wedding extravaganza to a city I've never been to, and this wedding is happening on the top of a mountain, Mount Hood. Mm -hmm. That mountain, mm -hmm. ever heard of it? Well, so no, I, I hadn't. I wouldn't know that context <laughs> at no. all. Well, apparently, this hotel was the exterior of the Shining films. <sighs> Just pretty fucking cool. I'm so excited for you. Shining themed wedding. I mean, just like the picture, like it's so like there's a reason he uses the exterior. It's picturesque. You know what I mean? 
and you're going to be there, mm-hmm. you better get some fucking hot pics for the gram, bitch. You know what I mean? Or just for me. For my personal stash. April yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that's exciting, April. You deserve it. You know? You deserve a little fucking, yeah, wedding yeah. extravaganza. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm going around town, honey. Yeah, you are. She's packing her bags. She's hitting the fucking road. Sorry. I'm taking a plane. Whoa. I'm taking a plane. I'm sky. taking an automobile, and then I'm taking a fucking snowcat. Do you even know what that is? Pretty sure it's like a snowmobile of some kind, but big, like a big snowmobile bus. I think that's what Whoa, that is. Oh, April. I think I'm taking a snowmobile bus. Up the mountain? Up a mountain. How long is the weather, snowmobile? Weather in this bitch? 36. It's, it's 36 degrees. It should be raining. It's 36 degrees. There's still snow on the ground. Year round. Well, what are you going to wear, April? Yeah, well, it makes it really confusing. Yeah. Because right? need- A, my boyfriend's in the wedding, so he has like more, like he kind of needs to look better. Like I don't want to steal his thunder. He's got a beautiful suit. <laughs> He does look. I, I don't want to make it. it look like I'm trying to be in the wedding party, you know, like I'm some fucking loser. It's not that formal. Look, but if it's you're a showstopper, like you're a showstopper, and that, that's sorry, true. That's you can't true. help how you look. But it's like kind of the color palette is like I have to be on their color palette because of him. So no matter what I do, I'm gonna look like I'm in the fucking party. Sorry. I'm just okay. not going to be in the pics. That's fine. Maybe you are the party. That's fine. I'll be sitting down. That's fine. But yeah, it's like, do you wear a parka too? You know? Like, yeah, Jesus. like long sleeve. Oh, that's classy. Boots. Yeah. You know what I love? I don't know. A I'm long confused. sleeve turtleneck. Okay, see, that's super on brand. I like, I was trying to look for some inspo from The Shining. Literally, they wear like four outfits this entire movie. There's no outfits, which is really annoying. Yeah, I feel like it's for like one or two days. Yeah. <clears throat> and homie goes fucking crazy. Shelley Duvall. Oh, yeah. I remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I recall. He was like mansplained <laughs> fucking The Shining. Oh, my God. And then he goes like fucking crazy. Spoiler alert. He goes hey. crazy. <laughs> Huge spoiler, guys. Huge spoiler. Um, but Shelly Duvall, all of her outfits are literally like four layers of clothing. She does wear turtlenecks, I feel like. She has like a turtleneck with a plaid, Ooh. like men's oversized button down flannel. And then a fucking denim dress, like denim. I was going to say, I, why do overalls come to mind? But Many I guess, overalls. Okay, there yeah. are overalls. I was right about that. They're the overalls. like tan, tan, or I guess they're like canvas, like tan canvas. Hmm. Overalls. Pretty. The 70s, you know? Yeah, a lot of brown. Wild time. A lot of brown town. Yeah, brown town. Or baby blue. (laughs) (laughs) You can go brown town or baby blue. Two options. Or red. Oh. Or red. (laughs) Whoa. Red rum. Red rum. Timmy. That's the finger, right? Yeah. And it's mur- it's murder, April. I, yeah, it's murder. Okay, but fun fact. What you see the dog though? That dog getting head. You see that part, bro? A dog gets head. Like the bear costume, bitch. I In don't the hotel remember. getting head. Wow, that was supposed to be like 
playing on the joke. But you don't even know. I don't get the joke. I don't get it at all. I'm sorry. There's a whole scene. There's like, he like opens a door or like Shelly Duvall opens the door. Like trying to like find someone to help her or something or looking for Jack. I forget the context. And it's just like this guy in like a fucking weird costume getting head. That's cool. Um, they just like look. Yeah, so I haven't seen the movie in a while, and and I have a wow. terrible memory. Somebody's not so. a Kubrick fan. Somebody Sorry. isn't a film expert. What's the <laughs> um? What's the all the good movies? Oh, Criterion. Sorry, I didn't yeah. have the Criterion subscription like you, April. Yeah, just eating chicken nuggets Clearly. over there. Yeah, I'm a fucking chicken nugget. Chicken nugget. <laughs> chicken nugget. <laughs> I can't even fucking talk. Who, me? I don't even just know what's going chicken on. Chicken nugget fish. <laughs> See my chicken nuggets. Eyebrow piercing. <laughs> And you know what else? I love Arby's, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Okay, I used to fucking... Arby's fucks, dude. Arby's Arby's can get it, and they do fucks. So they have the meats. That yeah. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> they used to they have get this a bad rap, dude. market turkey BLT yes, that was fucking they're deli. delish. They're good jelly meats. Delish. Yes. Ugh. Underrated. I know. Just like you don't have to get the fucking beef and cheddar dog. Like they have, but I will options. because it's bomb. But sometimes, yeah, you it's a beef and cheddar kind of day. Beef and cheddar. Honestly, justice for Arby's. We're Arby's truthers. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like Taco Bell, Taco Bell. True. I mean, I like Taco Bell, yeah. but guess what? That's mainstream now. Exactly. That's not even really alternative. Yeah. I'm just fucking your sheep. It's like saying like I oh, like sheep. In and Out. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, do you? Oh, do you? yeah. Okay. Anyways. Oh yeah. How's your week? How you doing? Leah, how you doing? I was waiting, April. Oh, my God. I was patiently waiting. Oh, I forgot about my birthday, and you got me presents. Yeah, I did. And what? And what are they? I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk. You talk about it all the time on the I pod. I want to tell. Okay, she got me a hat. It's white, mm-hmm. it's like a dad cap, mm-hmm. and it just has like the Sims plum bob <laughs> symbol. <laughs> and guess what? Everyone at home is like, "The fuck is a plum bob?" Exactly. Find she out. opens it. She's like, "Everyone's gonna know I'm a nerd if I wear this." And I was like, "No one's gonna know what that is." Like, <laughs> I wouldn't if I didn't search an Etsy fucking Sims. I would never have known that that's what that is. It looks like a green diamond gorgeous embroidery it's more than that but yeah okay it is gorgeous embroidery yeah and then you got me some custom made like <laughs> laser printed holographic earrings and what do they say well they have like y2k clip art mm-hmm. etched into them like hearts and stars and shit and then it says i play the sims on one of them and then the other one says yeah i'm a gamer <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's subtle, though. It doesn't sound subtle, but it is subtle. It is subtle. You you made it tasteful for me. You made it palatable for me. Thank you. Because, like, like we talked about, I don't... I like to keep it a little bit of a mystery. You know, right. it's like I want people to get to know me and unpeel those layers. Unearth, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to just, like... And plus, I don't like when people make assumptions about mm. me based on 
their inherent biases about the whatever shit I'm repping at that moment. Like, okay. no, not for you. No, I'm trying like to keep it abstract, intrigue. open-ended. Right. I'm okay. not asking leading questions. <laughs> this is direct mm-hmm. examination. You just speak your mind, honey. Tell your story. Oh, and ta- no, oh, okay. not right now. Well, no, actually, bit, I'm not right? interested it's in your story. Bit, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually, this is still my time. Um, my birth. It's me and Amber Heard's birthday. I know. And you went out to dim sum, too. Yeah. Was it dim sum? No. Yeah. Okay. I went to Din Tai Fung and it was fine. Hmm. I had Asian food. In <laughs> Vegas. Yeah. Your girl went oh to God. fucking Vegas. I had not fucking been. Aziz Ansari over here. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't been since the panty. Um, I went in January 2020, and that was the last time I've been. It was for a work trip. Back again for a work trip. I love those trade shows. <sighs> so Got to love them. Yeah. Um, you know. Working, stressful, whatever. But got to hit my favorite spot, Fremont Street. All where all the tweakers go to just tweak. Not only tweak, but just play jester for for a night. You know, like they they dress up in their costumes. They do <laughs> weird, do their wild dances. gesticulations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do crazy shit uh, for money, but for you know you don't got to pay them. But. Um, <laughs> And it's just wonderful. And I love in the lights and they have the cheap gambling. So like I'd taken out. I mean, as you know, I do love to gamble. You invest. So yeah. I took out five hundred dollars. I was down to one fifty and sat down at a blackjack table with a hundred dollars. And I could not lose April. Didn't lose more than one hand in a row. Just fucking boom. Up my bet. Fucking win again. Up my bet. Fucking blackjack. Fucking up my bet. Walked away the first time ever with a $500 chip. I've never held one before. And um, so, yeah, I won $400. So made all my money back. Beautiful. And then. Playing blackjack. That's. I know. It was a $10 table. You got to. Look, you can't. A $10 gamble. table. Yeah, you cannot gamble on the strip. You just can't do it, April. Okay. It's absolute fucking You can. Shit. You just need, like, total fuck you money to do well, it. Well, yeah. I mean, like, literally, you think about it. It's like. You know, like print fucking money. They're like $25 tables usually. It's you need to meet some crazy. bitch that owns a vegan restaurant and like gaslight her into giving <laughs> you all of your money. I'm millions of dollars on Twitter. Okay, it's fine. So that you can go blow it in Vegas. But get this, April. I get back, put $20 into a slot machine because I wasn't ready for the night. To I be did over. see this story. Oh, yeah. It just kept going. I don't even know where it ends. When's it end? How much money you get off that bitch? I got, I think it was twenty dollars. It was twenty dollars, is what it what? ended up being. So oh, I put in twenty one twenty. It was ranking points, not. It was penny slots. Actually, yeah. So it was, probably, it was penny slots. Yeah, that's still. It was two thousand, so that's twenty dollars. No. I didn't realize it was a penny slot. Oh yeah. I just saw the money going up, and I was like, "Well, she's putting on the story, so yeah. it might be real money. Oh, that might be some good money." Also and she's was in drunk Vegas too. I was just trying to get it. it was like, like ah. she does a cackle at the end. I don't know. And then I posted it when I was drunk. I don't know the fuck I was doing. All right, so I, um, I read it too far into it. But look, long story short, one fifty fucking dollars. So I came out overall. I counted it all. I did a, a drunk photo shoot with all my cash. I was like laying it out, fucking taking pictures. Sick. Um, up 150. <laughs> like your vape on the bed. 
<laughs> You're vaping like some Tylenol. <laughs> Motrin. She's 34 in Vegas, living the dream. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so you know, it's great. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Um, I love Vegas so much. And Ugh. But from my stories I posted, like, at least three people were like, I just feel like this is always you and your element. Like, people... I think just because over the years I've gone so much and I always post about Vegas and Fremont Street, just like, and then if you know me, obviously, then I'm always talking about Vegas. So people were like, God, you're back. You know, I was like, I know. I know. I'm a single tier. Dude, you need to have like your own Oceans franchise. April. Oceans Leah. Amazing. (laughs) That would be the literal dream. But I can't rob them. It's just me going around talking to tweakers, meeting random people from the Midwest. Met a really nice couple ladies, been friends for 35 years. Well, maybe that's your. That's my version. That's why you have a different franchise. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. All right. Fuck. Well, perfect segue. (laughs) Speaking of crazy shit. Mm hmm crazy shit that shouldn't be engaged with but here we are oh, we're doing it two episodes oh, in a row the first ever honey That's there's gonna be more than two <gasps> bitch this we'll gotta okay have hey, we gotta have we're updates. only maybe halfway through this trial amber's witnesses haven't even taken the stand she's supposed to take the stand next week to testify oh, I can't wait for that oh i cannot wait i, I mean i haven't wait. watched any of it but maybe i'll start with her I've watched so much. I've watched so much. Are you watching every day? I'm watching every day. I'm not watching. A, I'm not watching the entire, um, like full live stream footage every day. Right. But I am. I'm working my way through all of the testimonies. Crazy. And I saw. I watched all the opening statements and stuff, but. It's fascinating. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I was like reading comments online and just people being like, it's like the OJ case. Like, I know a lot of people are like intently watching it. So, well, there's just people a lot captivated. of elements too that make it like A, it's like salacious as hell, obviously. Mm-hmm. But B, it's interesting to be able to approach it from like two different points of view of just like there's like the trial by the media at this point and then there's like what the actual trial is meant to do and accomplish and they're not necessarily working together Mm um so i don't know there's just like and you don't get you don't get a, a televised trial very often no that is like at this caliber of you know people knowing about it yeah usually it's a murder too <laughs> it's a little less fun yeah <laughs> yeah this is just kind it's of a little more fun because they're outrageous. both fine yeah you know so you, there's a little more wiggle insane. room yeah yeah they are both insane so just a little caveat um if you haven't listened to our last episode you should um the primer the primer that's given a little bit of the backstory so um you probably put in a lot of work. But I mean, the homework, a lot of work. The homework would be to just listen. Well, exactly. You did all the work and <laughs> unpack it. <laughs> all right. Where the fuck uh, are we starting, April? Where are we okay. starting? <clears throat> well, we're three weeks into 
trial of the century. The defamation lawsuit between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not reference their portmanteau that I have trademarked, copyrighted, copyright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, patented. Mm-hmm. Right. Herp. Herp. It's more of like a visual thing. Herp. You do the it doesn't two- have the same impact. You do the two P's, yeah? Well, yeah. H-E-A-R-P-P. Mm-hmm. P-P. Herp. I think it's great. Because it also, you know, it's reminiscent of herpes. Exactly. Um, which is... Fitting. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a that's exactly. a one to one vibe. Because we've right all there. been infected by this case at yeah. this point. <laughs> and wow. And it'll stay with us forever. It has for us Johnny Depp truthers on the internet, it has been a pretty magical time. It's been a big W for the truthers. We are having our moment. <laughs> the media is trying to crush us with erroneous claims of uh, our internalized and otherwise misogyny. misogyny. Yeah. Um, it's kind of nutty, dude. Like I'm just, you know, read my, my little blogs or whatever. And like, look at the commenters and like, it's so nuts to me how, how easy it is for people to be like, these fucking Johnny Depp stands are crazy rather than like, look at what people are saying. Like, obviously there's going to be the people that are like nuts. Right. And are just like, fuck you, you bitch. Like, Johnny's amazing. You know, it's like, okay, Johnny's not amazing. Let's, the extreme let's shit the is yeah, and that's dubious all the time. Exactly. Like, that goes without saying, right? It's like, it doesn't matter what situation, like there's always going to be extreme yeah. stupid shit on the internet. But there's enough people talking about it. Like you wouldn't want to like, way. exactly. Like actually like maybe think that there might be some validity to it. You know, it's like, I'm just looking into it. It's just like, no, they're, they're crazy. There's no other we need to reasonable save explanation. Save it. Okay. Yeah. So obviously I've been watching it. So I'm just going to basically let you know what the fuck's up. Dive <laughs> what's in, been baby. going on? Dive what's in. What's going on to an extent? The way that the trial set up for anyone that's not clear because the legal things can be unclear because Johnny is the plaintiff, his team essentially gets to present their case first. So they did their opening statements first, and then Amber's team did their opening statements, which gives them an opportunity to refute and rebut whatever. Um, and then the last three weeks have been all of the witnesses called from Johnny's his team. team. Mm-hmm. So they're all friendly witnesses. Um, but they do still cross-examination, right? Yeah, everyone gets team, a cross-exam yeah. and they get a redirect. So What's a redirect? A redirect is is the friendly lawyer getting to speak to them last, essentially. Got it. So they can so if give the other their direct testimony. Mm-hmm. They'll get cross-examined and then the oppor- the plaintiff lawyer gets an opportunity to clean up any mess clean it up yeah Yeah. exactly clarify give them a chance to because the the hostile like the lawyers uh the what is it cross-examination like the the rules for proceeding are not the same 
Like they can ask leading questions. They can be a little more aggressive. Mm -hmm. They can limit what they can and can say, how they phrase their answers and stuff like that. So they have, they have control. I mean the direct, they don't need the control because they're They're saying what they're already. Yeah, exactly. As many of you know, the Johnny brought a similar case forward in the UK against the sun and he lost. Um, the lawyer that he had at that time, Adam Waldman is no longer his lawyer in large part because he (laughs) completely fucked up, like sabotaged that case inadvertently by sharing all of their like discovery from Johnny Depp's phone and like cloud data. Um, that was, it was like 70,000 files or something. So there was like all these incriminating text messages and shit. And that was really what like very clearly confirmed, like was a huge point in the case. It wasn't necessarily going his way anyway, right. but they're like, once that happened, it was like a fucking done, done deal. deal completely. Um, so he fired that lawyer. Now he has a new team. And just and just to be clear, I'm sure everyone's read the um, the text between him and Paul Bettany, where he's talking about wait, fucking her dead corpse and yeah. putting her in the in a Honda Civic. Something about a Honda Civic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those were all texts that Amber's team should not have had access to, but right. because his lawyer fucked up, like just I mean, just the. Just the biggest fuck up. Just, um, you know, deserve to get fired. Deserve to get fired. <laughs> Deserves worse. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I hope he didn't get, like, paid. I hope he got a discount. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my money back, actually. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and need a refund. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so his new team consists of Benjamin Chu. Ben Chu. Literally C-H-E-W. Chu. It's a cute name. And Camille Vasquez. And then Amber Heard's team has another Ben. Ben Rottenborn. Born Rotten. <laughs> Born Rotten. And wow. Elaine Bredehoff. Uh, Those are some mouthful names. Amber's team, I mean... If you've been watching any of the, uh, like actual testimonies and proceedings, her team is coming across like extremely inept, like really kind of shitty and dumb. So like their opening statements pretty much laid whatever their angle is going to be, what evidence they're going to be using. And like the refutal she would like refutes some claims of like uh, of like don't you think it sounds pretty crazy to like plan this <laughs> does that sound normal to you <laughs> it's like no that's the defense yeah though? like that's the response like, who would do that that's like crazy. that just seems weird though right dog like <laughs> elaine amber's lawyer elaine fucking she oh, in man. opening statements tried to destroy because they have two two of the um attending officers testify in this trial about what they saw and what happened. And she says that 
she's alleging that the cops didn't do their due diligence in the sense that because Amber was not being cooperative to protect Johnny, (laughs) 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 that they, instead of filing a report, which would have been more work, they just minimized what they saw when they arrived so that they wouldn't have to make the report because she was uncooperative anyway. Even though there's body cam footage? that The second one has body cam mm-hmm. footage, right? Also found out about the second phone call. <gasps> <Da-na-na-na>. Who was <laughs> it? Telling the sec. Oh, God. Can't wait. Well, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see. Do ha- they haven't been on the stand yet, right? Or have they? Yeah, they have. Okay. And how did they? I can't imagine they respond to all of that. I mean, they, well, they just gave the same testimony that they had already given previously. Mm. It didn't change. But I just thought it was interesting that they're like that, like, oh, you're you're going to explain that away with like the cops are lazy. Yeah. And they don't care. And one of them was like a woman. Yeah. (laughs) Like they just don't give a shit about DV. But it's just crazy when it's like, especially for something that high profile, I feel like they would want to do their due diligence. And also there's they're not going to brush it away. There's footage of them doing it and going in. So. And the, the, she so says weird. like, oh Elaine. yeah, they saw all this stuff. They saw the stuff and they talked to Amber and they're like, come on, please like just file the report. She's like, <laughs> as, she's acting like the cops were begging her. Like you can do it, Amber. Yeah. You can do it. Are you unsafe? Are you sure you don't want to file? They, they alleged absolutely not. <laughs> That's yeah, not what happened. Like I did not, not the see, they, they maintain, they didn't see anything. They were there to conduct a wellness check and they did not see any indication that it was necessary, which is why they labeled it what they felt was accurate, verbal altercation only, no report necessary. Hmm. She's saying that's an oversight. So wait, are we getting to the second call? Okay, so the second call mm-hmm. turns out, and and Io is actually going to uh, testify as a witness for Amber. Okay. So we'll meet Io and we'll hear Cannot the hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> but he he was in a New York when this was going down. So he was on the phone with her. Oh, so he wasn't there. He wasn't there. So he placed a 911 call from New York. Mm. And then he texted a friend in LA just in case because I'm sure after he called, it was like, that's going to be a whole fucking transfer communication system. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get back to you on that. So to expedite it, I'm sure he uh, called his friend there, okay. had them call as well. Got it. So there was two separate calls. Okay. Which is pretty much what we guessed anyway. Just yeah. a little more information, but great to know. Can't wait to meet IO. Oh yeah. I'm really curious. The reason I'm I'm like going into some of the stuff from the opening statements is because one of the big revelations in this case um, thus far has been in regards to Elaine Bredehoff's opening statement where she does she does the OJ glove and she like puck, like holds up the Milani um, palette yeah it's a concealer palette so it has like different colors in it and it's like a cream (laughs) it's really smooth on the skin (laughs) it has like a really nice dewy quality it just like melts into the skin and like the color correcting properties are incredible but that aside um she holds it up and specifically refers to it like she made this choice 
This was in the opening statement. In the opening statement, which implies that it's important or that it's essential. Like that is indicating to the jury that this is this is vital. It's so important. It's not like enough for me to just say like, oh, she was skilled in makeup. She is an actress. So she had a lot of, you know, she had access to makeup and she would use it regularly. She learned how to conceal her injuries because she's needed to go out and work and was embarrassed like that makes more sense well because of so many of the people saying that they didn't see anything on her any bruises whatever anything so they're like okay they're already attesting that's a huge blow against them so they're like okay how do we get ahead of this Mm -hmm. and we're like milani she holds it up like specifically that one and says doesn't say it was something like this she says this is the compact now you also heard them say that all kinds of people saw amber that week and she didn't uh she didn't have any bruises on her face well let me show you this this is what amber carried in her purse for the entire relationship with johnny depp she's an actor do you honestly think she would have left her apartment ever without makeup Do you think that she ever would have wanted other people to see her bruises and her cuts? This was what she used. She became very adept at it. You're going to hear the testimony from Amber about how she had to mix the different colors for the different days of the bruises as they were, as they developed in the different coloring and how she would use these to touch those up to be able to cover those. She also used concealer, foundation. You'll hear from her makeup. Uh, person that Amber didn't even leave her bedroom without having foundation on. And one of the people that was at the building testified. He said she had makeup on and it would have covered that purse. So that's that's the testimony on that. There's a fucking Johnny Truther at Milani somewhere. They made a TikTok that went viral that like straight up pulls up their marketing and like promotional documents from the time that they released this palette and it was in 2017 which would have been after their divorce was finalized I love just straight from the brand just straight from the brand and they don't like they they don't say anything beyond that they're just like you heard it from the source that ain't it sis (laughs) sorry sorry elaine that's gonna be a no from us dog i wonder because someone else would have looked that up like someone there's enough people and then it would they didn't have to do it right that's why it's so strange it's so hard to understand yeah because it could have been any it could have she has done like makeup partnerships. She could have done a, something that she was working for at the time yeah. or something that was, she didn't have to hold some, something specific that yeah. opened it up for that because like does whole, you don't need to hold a palette up holding that in your hand and specifying the brand does not in any way bolster the fact or like provide context to right. how easy it was to cover things up with makeup. We all have this understanding that you can do that. Well, and you would think that like if you were going to specifically call it a brand, you'd do the tiniest bit of research. The tiniest bit of research. That just well, blows my mind. It seems like she just thought that would be impactful. Yeah. They will see it. No, get this, guys. I'm holding up the palette. They're Listen. seeing me hold the palette. They visualize it in Amber's purse. Do you see how We're small this shit is, bitch? Do you see how fucking small this shit is? Amber's going to tell you about all the colors she mixes together. She's literally, she's like, Amber's going to tell you 
And when she gets on the stand, she's going to tell you how she mixed all those colors. And when she had different colors for different days of the bruise. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. She said there, she was describing like when she got to when she worked on the rum diary, how she suddenly um, was like sort of that was like her first launch into some stardom like she could get an apartment she got a car a mustang <laughs> she could go to starbucks she could afford starbucks <laughs> when she met johnny depp in 2009 when he hired her for rum diaries to, to star across from him she felt like she was pretty successful she'd starred in some roles she had a she had an apartment she had a vehicle a mustang she could go to Starbucks. She could afford Starbucks. She viewed herself as doing pretty well. Wow. She could afford things like Starbucks. It's like, <laughs> why are you dragging your clients? So sad. What are you talking? Like she, she got a whole ass apartment. She got a Ford Mustang and she's going to Starbucks, honey. Like she was That's that not poor? movie making money. <laughs> Dude, like homeless people hang out at Starbucks, dog. <laughs> Okay. All right, let's get into some witnesses. So the first witness was Christy Dombrowski. That's Johnny Depp's sister. She was basically there to sort of lay foundation of Johnny's childhood. Um, there's like a pretty distinct connection that they're making on the plaintiff side, on his side between his experience growing up with his mother and father and what he experienced with Amber. Cause his mother was described as like extremely emotionally volatile and manipulative and vindictive and cycle instigating mm -hmm provoking all that kind of stuff um to everyone to the dad to the kids um and then the dad was described for the most part as being really stoic and sort of just like leaving checked out <laughs> just fucking dipping whenever uh <laughs> <laughs> she the broad would run her mouth at him fucking bitches you know yeah hey it's classic mom and dad <laughs> Nasty old shrew. It's <laughs> gonna make a a completely innocent, wonderful father have to go and yeah, <laughs> drink he himself had, to death. He had no choice. <laughs> Absolutely no choice. What else was he supposed to do? The next one was Isaac Baruch, which was like Baruch. It's a, a fun name. Magical man. Really? Honestly, everyone was everyone loved him everyone truly Aww, adored him cool why just cool guy he was just the coolest wow. yeah he was like super sweet so he was like a child he met um johnny in florida when they were both like in their kind of teens um and they played music together and 
um, Johnny ended up moving to LA and then like a couple years later, Isaac ended up moving to LA. They like reconnected and cool. hung out. He got a job working at the Viper room cause Johnny owned it at that time. Uh, and then Isaac decided he wanted to go to, to he, or he wanted to learn how to paint and become a painter. Sounds like classic Isaac to me. Yeah. So he went to like community college and he like straight up taught himself how to paint. Cutie. Sweet. When he was like in his forties or something. And that's someone that's still living, you know, also just Googled him and he's just, uh, there's a picture of him. Like, I'm going to, I'll play you a clip. I'm going to play you a clip. This little bald guy with just the goatee is strong. White goatee. You have to hear his voice though is everything. And he's, he's, He's a super endearing, believable, fair, even though he's biased as being like a friend of Johnny's, like the way that he describes Amber is like so genuine and like loving. He's just like, I loved her as much. Like I fell in love with her like Johnny did. Like she was, I was not like in a sec, but just like I was totally taken with her. Like she was so like sweet and doting and like thoughtful and just like a delight to be around and like made everyone feel at home and loved. And like, she was just like really funny and sweet, like all these things Yeah, had not a single bad word to say about her. Um, the other point of note in his testimony was that he was there. He was still, he was living in the, the building when the May 21st incident happened, which is when the cops were called. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he says that he was there. He came out of his penthouse into the hallway later that night. And he says that he did see like the wine spilled all in the hallway, but that was after the cop, two sets of cops had already come by. Mm. And one of them with the body cams where it's clearly not documented or the case. And you I think you testified already, you're pretty angry with Ms. Hurd, right? When? I, I, I wrote it down that you Oh, were, about all the phony, about the phony pictures what? that were that were taken and put in uh, tabloids and about the fake narrative and about, uh, and the way she's uh, trying, uh, at trying to got a, uh, a, a, a fraudulent DV claim to extort and blackmail uh, a man. Uh, yeah, that kind of got me uh, uh, frustrated, confused, angry, upset. Yes, which is why I said the best thing for us to do is not to talk to each other. Okay. And, yes. And was it fair to say you're still angry with her? Oh, you know something? It's six years. But it's we just heard six you give years. your version. Am I angry anymore? I'm not, you know, I, what I am is tired and I want this all to end. Her to go heal, him to go heal. You know, so many people are, have been affected by this malicious lie that she started and she created and it's gone out the door and around the world. And so I don't I, I can't even paint anymore. I've stopped painting for the last who knows how many years. And that's affected by stuff. It's, it's, it, I don't, I, I'm not angry at anybody. I want the best for her, for her to take her responsibility, heal, and, 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 and move on, move on. 
and and for Johnny, John, you know, it's, his family has been completely wrecked by all of this stuff, and it's not, it's, it's, it's not, uh, it's not fair. It's not right. What ha what she did and what happened for so many people to get affected from this. It's it's insane. And Mr. Baruch, this how this happened. Uh, and then we had uh, Dr. Kipper, who is uh, Johnny Depp's and eventually Amber's concierge doctor. AKA he's privately contracted and on retainer to just like show up <laughs> for what he's just like Johnny Depp doesn't have to have to go to a, oh. an office. Like he oh, just okay. has a personal doctor. God, he's pays a fucking doctor. God damn it. What the fuck? Yeah. I didn't know that was an option. People, there's some why reason why people work with rich people. You get yeah. a little bit of the the scraps, the table scraps. I guess that's it's not an option for me, so that's why I did not know about that. But that makes sense. Makes total sense. Oh, I mean, do you want the doctor or do you want to be the doctor? No, I want the doctor. I'd love a doctor to come to me and have them believe me and just be like, yeah, just do a fucking run a full body or something. Oh, know? I mean, I'd love that, but I think I'd rather be the doctor that has one client. And I'm just like on a hundred thousand dollar a week retainer. Yeah. Cause then maybe he, well, I guess at that point he doesn't need his own doctor. He's a doctor. Yeah. Well, he's gone through a lot with him. So he are, he, <laughs> earned, he, he was earning that money <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, so he's a, he's, he specializes in addiction treatment. So he was kind of brought on, at his at Johnny Depp's sister, who was the first witness, she was Johnny reached out to her about trying to quit the painkillers, trying to get off them. Uh, and so she kind of like found Dr. Kipper facilitated that he could potentially do this whole treatment program program with him. And it could be like, you know, long term and whatever. Um so he, Dr. Kipper oversaw Johnny doing like a detox in the Bahamas. Uh, the Bahamas, he owns, Johnny Depp owns an island in the Bahamas. I didn't know that actually. Uh, and it's super cute in his testimony. He was like, it sounds pretty weird to say, but I own an island. <laughs> <laughs> like nice relatable but real good mm -hmm. <laughs> uh so that's like a key location just in this trial as far as like does he have a name for the happening. island i didn't follow up i honestly don't want to know because i have little saint james trauma oh that's a that's a jeffrey epstein thing oh, his okay. island was called little saint james and it's really creepy and it scary creepy. and it has like all this weird like Illuminati esoteric like oh. architecture. <laughs> okay. It's very strange and too too sinister and evil for me to investigate further. So I, I just I avoid you Pri private islands are a blind spot for me. You don't want the clearly islands to only thing real. only bad awful things happen there. Just a place to get away with shit. So wait, what happened here with Johnny then? Um well so there was a few things 
there's a couple of different there's like i'm kind of trying to set up like three main locations there's a few main locations so there's like the bahamas island a couple events take place there got the penthouse we got the eastern columbia building in downtown we have um the private plane any oh any con- any hired private plane any flight anywhere that it's danger there's a potential <laughs> for crazy shit to happen for her to for her to get kicked in the butt or something (laughs) did she say that she got kicked in the butt yeah okay (laughs) that johnny got drunk and kicked her in the butt (laughs) like like was walking behind her down the aisle and just like kicked her butt (laughs) (laughs) you're making monster my toes (laughs) and my butt (laughs) um and then there's Australia. Of course there is. Australia is, is key. I know it and I know it well. <laughs> ha- having been there for as, an extensive amount of 10 days. Basically an Australian. Um, and they're no fan. Mm, Australians <laughs> they're not fond of the turd. That's why. That's why I relate to them on the same team. Um. So... Dr. Kipper was present in Australia. He went on this trip to Australia when the whole finger accident happened, which was one month after their wedding in 2015. And the wedding was in the Bahamas. Okay. So was Dr. Kipper the wedding too? No. Okay. Well, he didn't testify to that. I don't know. He might've been, he wasn't asked. (laughs) <laughs> he didn't elaborate on that. Did not receive an invite. <laughs> Actually, he's still a little bit upset about that, but yeah. he's here <laughs> regardless. Um, so he was, not only was he like helping with the treatment, he was also just like their personal doctor, their physician mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so he, when the Australia thing happens, Johnny just texts him. He's like staying in a hotel a little bit away, just like be available in case. And that's crazy. I know it is crazy. Johnny texts him is like, I cut off the tip of my finger. What should I do? And he's like, call me. (laughs) And so they talk and he's like, okay, I'm going to come over. And he comes over and he describes the, it being chaotic and that Johnny's like outside already um, his security guard had like come and, and removed him <laughs> from the residence. They were waiting for him to like see if they needed to go to the hospital or not. Um, he determines like, yeah, we need to fucking go. Like half your fingers gone. Yeah. Let's go. I can't do this here. My dad. And also it's like covered in paint. What happened? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, goes inside, sees it's like insane in there. Like, so I walked down the stairs, uh, and there was a bit of damage down the steps. That big chunk had been taken out of the marble staircase. Um, on my way down, remnants of what looked like a plant pot or something around it smashed. Walking down into the bar, I could see the damage that Dr. Kipper had told me about. A broken ping pong table sort of collapsed onto the floor and lots of glass and broken glass and cans strewn around the bar area. And where exactly? was the finger in the bar area directly below the bar i mean the bar 
set up like a conventional bar uh, that stuck out from a wall and with a marble top uh, there's a big chunk out of that as well like on the staircase directly at the end of the bar there was a scrunched up piece of kitchen paper if you like tissue um with lots of blood around it on it so i thought that's probably a pretty good place to look and it it was within that scrunched up piece of paper on the tiled floor at the end of the bar what yeah insanity amber's team says that johnny was trying to like when he like ran out of um blood and then subsequently paint to like write with his nub right johnny says he was right he had like as close to a nervous breakdown as he's ever had in his life and that like he was just in complete like disassociative shock in some ways like he was like dissociated from his body like he didn't like once he looked down his finger and like he couldn't compute like where like where's the rest of my finger like it's so bloody like it's so he said it was pouring like vesuvius it was so bloody there's just like blood fucking everywhere and it's great like if you i haven't i haven't i've tried really hard to avoid looking like at the photos clearly yeah i don't want to i don't like that stuff but from i did glance at one inadvertently and his whole like his whole finger tip bone is out like it's just his whole all the meat around it was just like gone it's gross (laughs) and he's just like he looks so like swollen and fucked up and he has like a burn on his cheek because allegedly amber like burnt a hole like put a cigarette out on his cheek the same night oh my god and uh he's wearing like this big yellow jacket with like sunglasses and his like short like pork pie haircut oh and like he God. looks insane um so kipper was there <laughs> <laughs> so kipper came through everyone kind of has like the same all of that is really like the objective testimony about what's going on like who who cut the finger off is like in contention yeah. there's no way to know I think the I think the story of throwing the bottle makes sense versus the other two, which is Johnny saying that he cut it off himself with a knife. That makes sense to me. That's not that's not the cut you're gonna make. No, as a self harmer, like it's just not a usual like. But also, how would a bottle? It makes sense that if because his if it was the jagged part or because it shattered next to his hand. Um, so his hand was resting on top of a bar top and she hurled the bottle and it shattered right next to his hand on the bar mm, so uh, that impact could have sent glass going yeah. at any direction just to make like a weird yeah and then when and he like even him painting. pulling away yeah there's all this yeah Ugh. that seems plausible her team is gonna have like experts testifying to whatever but i don't know how anyone could the phone crushing doesn't make sense no not at all but i don't know how anyone could really figure it out at this point there's no way yeah there's just like what the likely forensics are what are the more likely but even from that i guess it would just be from photos right and like are there are there very clear photos because like how else could they okay yeah all right that'll be interesting and there's also the nurse and the doctor that were treating it in all of the after like you had to get skin grafts and 
um, wear it in like a cast and get all these like uh, he got like a flesh eating so disease on it. Stupid. And also dude. he was detoxing from painkillers at this time too, so he like didn't take any pain meds. This so this whole was time. right after Bahamas. No, this was right after their wedding in the Bahamas. So oh okay. So he at that like. There, it's not a, like a very clear cut of like when he's using, when he's not. Oh, okay, there are it's moments of time where he's yeah. being sober from certain things. Like, oh, I didn't have a drink in this long, but Got I did it. have pain pill or I didn't have pain for this long. And yeah, yeah. it's all very up and down. <laughs> um, then there was uh, a friend of Johnny Depp's that started to testify she was at the wedding. She was like, she said that Amber, that the she did MDMA for the first time at their wedding in the Bahamas, that Amber just like handed it to her. And she thought it was like an ibuprofen or something. And then they're like, Amber no. Amber drugged me. Kinda, yeah. And she said like everybody, that Johnny was just like smoking weed and everybody else was like doing mushrooms and that sounds like MDMA. a fun wedding. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, oh, there's, she has like some comments, but the interesting thing is that she actually, she got, um, dismissed. Gina Duters. Gina (laughs) Duters. The Dutes. The Dutes. Gina Dutes. G Dutes. G Dutes. Uh, she got dismissed like rapidly, um, during her tat. They were basically just like, Hey, the judge, Penny, Penny Ascarate. (laughs) as ass karate <laughs> penny ass karate and ben rotten rotten bottom rotten born <laughs> oh rotten born born rotten that's how i remember it <laughs> bone rotten uh somehow they figured out that i think through like like how she responded to something on instagram or something that um it, like she she allegedly like liked a clip of something that show that was actually but how do you you just have to be off social media then completely if you're gonna you can be on it and lie yeah you don't want to leave a paper trail right i mean she fucked up like trail by make watch those hearts bitch well yeah and and, and with stories all they had to do was see that she viewed it and that's enough Uh, dude the dudes you know the dudes sorry dude so she got uh, goodbye wow. all of her testimony was stricken, stricken from, the record. from the record um which that's such an interesting idea to me that's like just for hey forget that happened i that know that didn't happen i like, know okay the impact is there if there was any it is but it is also the the strength of it has been weakened at least by creating this sense of doubt right or at least putting it in your mind that like it's gonna affect it subconsciously you can't there's no way there's no way it's not gonna inform in some way but Um, oh gina you silly bitch get off the gram yeah well she's off the stand (laughs) and she's back on the gram and back on the gram where she belongs Uh actually stay on the gram get off my stand that's where she wants to be or your ass is getting karate (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're getting ass karate'd. Oh, uh, that poor judge. That poor judge. She's sweet. I like her. Yeah, I haven't watched anything. I saw like a clip. I was like on. She's friendly. It, it was on guess where social meds, uh, and it was like a clip of something, and it's just like a little. It's like maybe ten seconds of her just like 
shaking her, just it's reacting to vape gun. exhausting That's yeah it, it was is. right it after was rea- just it's like, her just like literally needing to take 30 seconds of silence just to herself to before con- <laughs> like continuing she vape. literally she was like sorry that's just new <laughs> vape god that's what she said that's what she said she was like i've just i've never seen that i'm sorry i just needed a minute to Homie process just that fucking driving and vaping <laughs> so good hilarious romeo romeo or romero he doesn't give a fuck a bitch he's just trying to get to work he's like i've been doing this shit Wait, i for told years. you my shit starts at 10 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get there on time whether you want me to or not um so then we had a little testimony from debbie lloyd who was a nurse that worked with dr kipper who gave some insight into ooh, the dynamic that she had seen between johnny and amber definitely noticed that amber would instigate a lot and that on multiple occasions she saw Johnny try to like leave the room or Mm. remove himself from the situation and that she would follow her to like follow him to multiple rooms on many occasions. Also testified that she saw and never saw any violence or yelling or anything from Johnny, but did see on occasion Amber um, like, trying to keep him from leaving a room by like tugging on him Mm. and pulling on his limbs and pulling his hair and hitting him repeatedly ignoring requests to like take a break or have space. And let's not do this anymore because I'm really getting frustrated and I'm really, really, really sick of this argument. Stop. I'm sorry. Okay. So let me go and you go and I'll speak to you in a couple hours. Okay? Okay? Stop. Okay. Why are you saying stop? May I go? It causes me so much stress when you leave, when you walk away from me with that is like you're, you don't understand how much worse you're making this. I can't believe this. Please, you're making it worse for me. Okay, I'm sorry for you. Please, I'm only trying to tell you so that you know you're causing me immense stress right now when you walk away like that. There's no reason to be mad. Well, then say goodbye. I haven't walked away. You're not saying goodbye. You won't let me fucking leave. Let me leave. Stop rushing me. Stop pushing me in the corner and then poking me with a stick and then saying, why are you saying the words you want me to say? Stop poking me. Stop rushing me. Stop throwing me against the wall and going, what? You don't like that wall? You don't like the fucking wall? Stop pushing me. I'm not rushing you. I said, I need space. I don't want this conversation anymore right now. I need space. And I will take my space. Whether you like it or not, I will take it. And you will take your space. But if you keep halting this and continuing with the rhetoric... I'm not continuing it. I'm begging you to stop. I don't... Okay, stop. I'm I'm stopped. Stop. Now I have to go. Okay? So we will speak to each other in a couple of hours. Okay? I'll give a... Some kind of revelation that makes you feel better. You know? I hope I do too. But uh, we'll just see when I get home. We'll just talk or we won't talk or we, you know, we'll finish this or we won't finish it. 
But this is not love. This is not happiness. This is not. This is. Please stop doing this. Please, you're causing me so much fucking stress. I'm gonna die at this age. I'm gonna fucking die. You're causing me so much stress. Please stop. Please, I, I feel like I have heart attack almost every day. Please stop. Please stop doing it. Please stop. He's so fucking mean. Why are you with me? Please stop. Please stop. I've been begging you not to fight. I just said, can we please have a normal argument? Just even a normal conversation, like a normal argument. And for the last hour, I've been begging you to please just leave it at that. Let's just go on with our night. I would have been able to come in with you. We would have been able to let it go in a few minutes. It would have been fine. It would just if we allowed ourselves to have fucking normal arguments. Please, you're killing me with this. You're killing me. You're fucking killing me. <laughs> Fuck. Sean, could you, uh, please, I want you to just go, I want you to take your medicine or whatever. I'm sorry that I've upset you Yeah, I think, much. thank you, Sean. I'm ready to go. Thank you so much. I'm really sorry. I'm really ready. Jesus. Ugh. A lot, yeah. Um, we had some testimony from Sean Bett, which was Johnny's personal bodyguard. Kind of a moot testimony. He was like, an ex cop that has definitely been on the witness stand before, but was being highly biased and like was getting objected to way more than like the judge had to warn him. Like you are an experienced witness. You understand what you were doing. Yeah. Cause he was just adding so he was highly biased to Johnny. He was highly by, he was showing a high bias to Johnny by trying to elaborate too much or mm. respond to questions in more damning ways than were asked. Got it. So it, it seemed that there was like, he was trying to get shit into the record essentially. Hmm. I'm like, did you observe scratches on Mr. Depp? Yes. Where do you, where did he uh, get these scratches? Amber scratched him. Mm-hmm but it's here. Like he doesn't know that he didn't observe mm. that happening. And to a regular witness, a total, you know, a, la a layman. Yeah. They don't understand that. But as a like former cop and like clearly familiar, it seemed more, at least to the people in the room that are informed about that. Right. And side note, check out legal bites on YouTube. If you want like incredible breakdowns and live streams, because mm. it's like a group legal bites is like Alita, this lawyer, she's hosting it, but she has like a bunch of different lawyers on YouTube coming in and they're all kind of like workshopping and talking about, it's probably a field day for them too. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. For everyone. Yeah. For all of us. <laughs> yeah. It is a gift to all of us. In different ways. Yeah. If you're going to like, if this has to happen, we have to take advantage. <laughs> yeah, we need to step up to the plate and enjoy it. It's a story. We've been given a gift, you know? We really The stories have, have been boring for a while. We Ugh. Trump is gone. There's no good <laughs> stories anymore. It's no. just Joe Biden just sitting. I don't he's know. He's just sitting well, and he's demented. I maybe Elon's got Twitter now, so maybe he'll let Trump Oh, come hey, back. Elon's jumping on this story too, don't you worry. He's oh. got he's got his spot. Jesus. He has his $500,000 place in this trial don't worry aclu <laughs> aclu 
Um, we had Johnny Depp's business manager who had a lot to say about Amber's end of the financial demands at the time of the divorce and how... Ooh, did they say how much she grew. asked for? Yes. What was your understanding of what Ms. Hurd was looking for? She initially was looking for a consideration of $4 million, but her demand continually increased. It went from $4 million to $5 million. Then it went from $5 million to $5.5 million. Then it went to $7 million. And then it was $7 million, and she required, demanded, that Mr. Depp also pay $500,000 to her attorneys. So the next demand was that all of the community liabilities that were unresolved, approximately $13.5 million, that Mr. Depp had to pay those liabilities in its entirety. So at that point, she was demanding $14,250,000 of consideration, and then it got worse. The next demand was that all of this consideration be paid to her free of taxation. Um, also testified a little bit about the um, the night of her birthday party when the the doo-doo, <laughs> the doo-doo was done. The Gordita Crunch. Which her birthday party was actually on my birthday in 2016, which I take great offense to. And How then she doo-dooed in Jordan's bed. And then she just went to Coachella and did hella mushrooms. According to Sterling Jenkins, excuse me, Starling Jenkins, which is the best name. Who is that? That is the chauffeur. That is Johnny's driver <laughs> and my guy with the straightest, most unamused face on this earth was like, she joked to me about the fucking doo-doo. Did you have any discussions with Miss Hurd on the way to Coachella that evening? We had a conversation pertaining to the surprise she left in the boss's bed prior to leaving the apartment. And when you refer to the surprise in the boss's bed, what are you referring to? The defecation. And what did Ms. Hurd say about the defecation in Mr. Depp's bed? A horrible practical jerk gone wrong. She, <gasps> I watched her partying it up, taking mushrooms, drinking excessively, and being hungover all the way home, having to stop multiple times for her to throw up. She admitted to him that she shit on his bed? She made jokes about it. Wow. If that, I mean, that is that is an admission. That shit's fucking crazy. Also, I want to show fur to Coachella and <laughs> being free. Only VIP and only for one day because I can afford it. You well, know? yeah, he like drove them to and from the show, you know. Damn. So sad. Get Taco nice. Bell. It's fucking nice. Silly ass bitch. Go, uh, to Ar- go to Arby's. You could never. Okay. So they also had a bodyguard. He was really sweet. He was Scottish. I love a Scottish accent. Oh, he was wonderful. I His name it. is Malcolm. Cool. It was a really funny. He was the, the bodyguard that was working with him, with Johnny, when the Australia fingertip thing happened. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that found him. It was like the first responder. Only him and Amber were in the house when he got there. 
He didn't really see Amber, but heard her screaming in some other room. <laughs> and he just like tried to get Johnny out, but he was being, he was like resisting and being annoying. Mm-hmm. It was cute. They're like, so Johnny overpowered you? And he's like, no. <laughs> and they're like, but you say he got away. No. <laughs> I'll let him go. Oh, <laughs> cutie. Uh, Malcolm Connolly. And then you saw, then you went in the house and saw Mr. Depp in the foyer, correct? Yes, correct. And Mr. Depp was trying to urinate in the foyer, wasn't he? No. Mr. Mr. Depp had his penis out of his, out Objection. Of his pants, didn't he? I think it would remember Relevance. Mr. Depp's penis. Uh, I'll love <laughs> Next question. You took Mr. Depp's arm to try to move him out, but he broke away, isn't that right? Yes. Okay. I mean, so he was strong enough to break away from your grip, correct? No. So you had his arm and he broke away, though, correct? No. Isn't that what you just said? No, I let him go. You let go. But it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I'm not going to drag him by. So Mr. Depp's your boss. You'll do what Mr. Depp wants, correct? No. No. (laughs) I mean, the thing is, like, out of all the shit, that uh, him being all fucked up pink somewhere does like that They're, they have nothing they're leaning so hard into the fact that he was a fuck up but that yeah. really just makes him look sad yeah it just makes him more sympathetic i yeah. think it's like if he's so out of it out of sorts that he's like writing shit with his fingy yeah he's just like trying to pee pee everywhere yeah they, they have pictures of him passed out with his ice cream they have an evidence oh, photo do. Aww. That's like, like, hold on. Let me show you this photo real quick. That this literally submitted to evidence. <laughs> they have it labeled, so it's like a tape. <laughs> it's a tape, a glass <laughs> dining room table, and it has all these items on it, and they're labeled. So we yeah. got tobacco. It's just a bag of like rolling tobacco. We have a glass of whiskey. That's a tall. That's a pint glass. No, it's not. Look at that. Look, oh, that's yeah, a wine glass. Right. That's a mason jar. The depth, that's the depth looks. That's like this big. Okay. That's like a ten ounce, I would okay. say. And we don't even know that it's a hundred percent whiskey. I don't know. It's just whiskey. Probably whiskey. Driver's license. Well, then the tampon. Depp brand a tampon applicator, kind of. Using, oh no, that's for sure. Or that's for snorting. It, yeah. It looks oh, like a tampon applicator. Okay. It's definitely to snort cocaine. Depp branded pill box. <laughs> It says property of JD on it with a skull and crossbones. Four lines of cocaine. That last, that four then, lines looking a little weak, just to be clear. And then um, a Keith Richards CD, which is really the icing on the cake for me. Does this not look hella staged, though? Like, I don't understand yeah. how this is evidence. This is not evidence of anything to me. Who took this? What is the context of this photo? And like, yeah. what does tobacco have to do with it? What does his driver's a, license to, and the Keith Richards CD have to do with it? Because nicotine's a drug, and look, he rocks. He was hard. high on Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he was high on Nick and rock and roll music. Okay. And, and Keith Richards, are you serious? Where is this picture from? From Defendant's Exhibit 1085. Okay, so Amber, it's Amber. Oh yeah, it's her photo, 100. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Then she absolutely staged it and took that photo. I know. Yeah. Supposedly, 
So what I was alluding to before. She probably did those fucking cut those lines, put it up, stage it all up. Who who just has li- like four lines out and then like I feel like if you're a sloppy ass person that's going to leave lines on the table, you're going to be like shit's going to be everywhere. There's fucking coke everywhere. Like that that's I don't not the think case Johnny Depp has to do lines and that he would have been so open Dude. and methodical about his drug use that he would set up four perfectly spaced no. little neat he lines has a little fucking with his glass little of whiskey. Sneaker. Do you know what I mean? He has got he, like he has a little fucking bullet or something. No, yeah, he's taking he has got a little tiny delicate yeah. like keys. skeleton hand yeah. mm-hmm. coke spoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has like a perfectly made it's like Well and to your point the pillbox too. It's like everything's placed like no that shit's it doesn't make any crazy. sense. It's the most staged photo I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life. It looks like I'm trying to take a photo for Instagram. Yeah. Of like a scenario. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh-uh. All fucked up. Four lines just on the table. A little shot of whiskey. Like what? Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to do my little ritual now. Yeah. Just leave, just leave it there for I'm 10 minutes to my, go for a walk. I'm going ha- to roll my tobacco. I'm going to put on my Keith Richards. I'm going to do my four lines of Coke, hit that whiskey, and then I'm going to sexually and physically assault you, bitch. And the Keith Richards CD is like on top of a bag. Of like, like a purse. Yeah. It's a purse. Steph, that's, I can see. No, it looks satchel. like a makeup bag. I don't know what the fuck it is, but yeah, none of that makes sense to me. Doesn't make sense. Anyways. Shit's yeah, wild. Anyway. Um... We had vape God, of uh, course. Yes. His testimony, irrelevant. Him just fully driving. But his vaping impact, iconic. Yeah. <laughs> Love him for that. Everlasting. God, the world has changed so much, you know? I was like loving looking at, um, you had sent me that video. Someone, I think someone else had sent me that video too. Of Johnny like cracking up too. Yes. Yeah. yeah so Johnny's laughing. Um, I and have then, loved him in court. Yeah. He's got the right, I mean, there's a reason everything's going in his favor outside of just facts coming to life. It's and so hard not vibe. to trust him. Yeah. But, um, it's, the comments are just like, what's <laughs> someone commented? They're like, everyone vapes. What's the problem? And like, you know, someone's just like, it's a deposition in court. Like, would you like, it w- oh, she, he's like, everyone, vapes. it's like, everyone takes a shit too. If you took a shit in court, like, yeah, I mean, you know, but it's just, just with zoom like and like sip, everything sipping is, your coffee is questionable you know right. like eating is kind of oh question, e- you know like a there's no yeah, yeah there's certain things that are just like yeah if you were at a job interview you would be vaping like that's the level of professionality we're doing here yeah <laughs> i mean i'm like but he's you know, in his car he's just like self-taping in his car i mean know? i'm not even that high level and i like was just having doing an interview and i was like took a sip of a, a pepsi and i was like oh that unprofessional like that like, went through my head who could ever respect me when they see <laughs> me just sip, sip a, pepsi? a pepsi you know <laughs> and i hate Ooh, well, i don't to work for a pepsi also brand. <laughs> i hate pepsi so i was like i was in vegas it's all i had but anyways like that's what goes through my head and hey, i just want to make sure you know that i don't drink pepsi on a regular course, basis yeah. i know last time i had the pepsi look but. i know you saw me drink that diet pepsi but like look i'm a fucking coke it's zero. not even like that i'm a coke zero bitch and i just need you to know that it's important that you know if we're going to have a good working relationship right. that if, I don't like diet Pepsi. If this is going to actually what it turned out was like, I knew it wasn't going to work out. So I was like, fuck <laughs> it, bringing the DP out. <laughs> cool. Good for her. 
Good for her. What? Good for him. Fave God got confused. So many people. Yeah, go fa- you take your moment of fame. You get yourself a fucking book deal and a fucking show. Yeah. Just <laughs> start a podcast. Literally start a TikTok and Instagram where all you do is vape. You'll get a million followers and just get some ads. Just like go vape in un- inappropriate places. Yes. That's, that's really, it. Just oh start God. vaping and driving away. Yeah. And weird. That's the angle. It's perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, okay. We had uh, Johnny Depp's former agent testify basically to the fact that indeed his work he he testified specifically that it was difficult for Johnny to get jobs in 2018 after mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. op-ed because mm-hmm. he was being told directly by production companies we can't touch him right we can't work with him right now which everyone knew duh yeah but i mean this is this is details more important to the case than a lot of the other more yeah sensational shit but it makes it like but i get what they're doing right like it's like the foundation of just getting people to like him see that like and then also okay here's how it was impacted now we're kind of bringing it full circle well i think that they understand going into it too what this is accomplishing yeah they're you they're not it's not that they're trying to f- do everything possible on their end to win the case yes. yeah. as it stands they're looking to win the story yeah. and the narrative the larger yes they're trying the to clear narrative. his reputation yep more than i mean that's apparent yeah and he he doesn't need 50 mil yeah he doesn't it's an arbitrary number he would probably donate it to be honest yeah just to spite her yeah <laughs> you know not, maybe not even in like oh the you kindness of his heart you don't donate money guess what bitch he's like 50 mil oh, to women over shoulders. 10 years how about 50 mil to them today right now. in full right now committed Fucking route that shit in the where's bank. my op-ed mm-hmm. <laughs> about domestic violence on men <laughs> bezos i'm waiting <laughs> waiting um, so yeah, we had Terrence Daughtry. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce Doherty or Daughtry. Terrence Daughtry. Hmm. It looks like Doherty because that's like Shannon Doherty, right? Doherty. That's how it's spelled similar to that, I think. So he works for the ACLU. Mm-hmm. He's a very, he's high up. <laughs> Listening to his, um, what's his vibe? It's weird. So his, it sounds weird. Like your credentials are saying it. I was like, his what? credentials are crazy because he was all over the place. He's like, yeah, like I did like, um, oh, I forgot. It was like I did like uh, my undergrad in in history, and then I did uh, an art degree after that and then i was like a kindergarten teacher and then i decided to go to law school and now i'm like an what? executive at the aclu <laughs> and i'm like jesus huh? <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> sounds legit <laughs> uh he basically was there to set up the fact that like they anticipated they would be getting this money. They got a little bit of it. Uh, he was like, this is the total amount that we got. It was like a 350 direct yeah. payment. And then there was like another like $200,000 from a financial firm of like essentially loaner money that she gave them. 
and then uh, anonymous third party mm-hmm. foundation set up that donated five hundred thousand dollars in her name against that pledge, which which they determined was Elon, Elon Musk. Yeah. Um, and then she must be great in bed. I feel like she's got to be. I don't think she even needs to be. Yeah, I think that's it, a good point. I think it's the whole it's the everything. anticipation of getting her into bed. Mm. And more. And yeah. of ju- like she's high. I mean, the way that, that Johnny describes like how they met and stuff is like interesting. I mean, the, the, the psychologist that they have that does some diagnoses on Amber atta- like elaborates on some of those characteristics Ooh, too. Let's but, get into that. Um, oh, the ACLU. Oh, the ACLU guy. Oh, yeah. So essentially it wasn't so uh, Amber's team is trying to say like, oh, it was always it was always known by everyone involved that it would be over the course of 10 years and it would be in these like payments and that the only reason that these payments lapsed at any moment is because of the lawsuits that Depp was bringing against her, that she had to like reroute that money elsewhere, which just kind of takes all the wind out of the sails of behind her argument being that she never wanted the money, that it was never a factor mm-hmm. in the settlement, that it was always going to be for charity. And it was just about being free of this process and moving on from my, for, with my life and healing. Right. It was, a, it was very clearly a PR move from the start, which a lot of people did eat up though. People loved it when she they're still, that. they're yeah. still there to this day. They are, still eating it <laughs> uh like to they're being dishonest to sit and, and she directly said on television overseas on like a danish television show or something that she had already in the past tense donated that money mm-hmm. that it was like already occurred well, and another. If you were saying that it wasn't about the money, but then you want also want to use that money in within a decade and like just like pay against it, like you're still taking that money. That's still your money. Yeah. You just bought a loan on credit of yeah. your generosity. So you can invest. You can do whatever. That with. was like directly tied to how. Your goodwill. The settlement was <laughs> how the, uh, yeah, you were perceived at large by people. Like there was implications for yeah. presenting it in that way. Like it's the, na- it's what she's constructing or how opportunistic she's being with these narratives that would otherwise be personal choices that would be private, that would be not up for litigation in any way because it would be within the context of that relationship in their life. Like, well, and also for the ACLU, they said that they actually worked with her on the 2018 yes, op-ed. They edited it And not it only with her. that is she that wanted it, to was, say more. it was timed with the release of the Aquaman movie. Uh-huh. The day of, the day before. Uh-huh. Okay. And she says, Amber sent back the op-ed with final edits from her legal team which specifically neutered much of the copy regarding her marriage and the domestic violence. Do you see that? I do. Is that consistent with your recollection? I'm not sure about the use of the term neutered here, um, but I do know that her lawyers 
um, removed references to her marriage and divorce. And then she writes, the goal is to get this out this week to capitalize on the tremendous campaign for Aquaman. What does that mean? That means from the ACLU's perspective that Amber is about to receive an incredible amount of press and be in the public eye. So what, what better a time would it be than now to put out this op-ed so that it generates significant readership about our issues? And Amber agreed with the ACLU on that point, correct? I believe the answer is yes. Every step of the way we were um, making these decisions with um, Amber's um, PR representatives involved. Okay. Take it the ACLU was pleased that it was placed in the Washington Post. Correct. And I believe you testified earlier, but I just want to confirm for the record, the ACLU uh, took on the responsibility of attempting to place the op-ed, correct? Correct. So I intentionally mean, timed to be, to come out the day before the movie release. So if that all, I mean, everything has been PR related. It, that to me, like just cements it completely that the whole 7 million, all that was completely PR related. Like every move she's made in terms of that. Um, and it's and not it makes total sense. One. And it makes total sense that they would be like a, a witness for Johnny Depp. Like that to me is like such a blow to anything she's been trying to fucking peddle at all about being a, a victim or, you know, like so, a champion for victims or whatever the fuck she's trying to do. It's like this was literally get away all everything else. The fact that you're timing your op-ed about domestic violence with your fucking shitty ass DC movie release is on its own a disgusting. Which would have been her huge thing to do, based on her knowledge. Like this, that, that was her pirates, right? (laughs) The way that Johnny was catapulted into like the highest elite of like income and notoriety with that movie like that was her opportunity to not do something b (laughs) to do something someone would actually watch she's like no me too i'm a woman you have to believe me and sympathize i'm a woman in pain too (laughs) and i'm an amazing actress with an amazing wig and it didn't work out because the movie was shit and she's not that good of an actress so you know life's i mean she could have gotten by with that without any of this other bullshit you know like that worked that worked for her in that flash of a pan but yeah it wasn't it wasn't a genuine enough movement well i see i i disagree to the extent that i think that the movement in general same with any movement it has moments of of being genuine, right? Right. Like, there was no way that it could be, have solved it. No, but like I think if there was truth to it, or how was it, you know, whatever, all of that. If if it was purely about getting your like, I just think people are so in tune with what's being put out now, and then especially if you give us context, like people put shit together. We know that people release things for certain reasons, and like, I don't think it would have been a big deal. But that coming out to me is is completely damning. 
Like well, there's no reason that the fact that there's also other timed releases and leaks of information. Oh, yeah. Right. It's not the first of, like, time. Like the text or like all those other th- or like what the oh the audio she released. No, the video her, of him smashing yes, the, the video, cabinets before yeah. the day before her deposition. Right. Yeah. fucking see-through bitch it's see-through i just from the evidence i feel like from johnny's i think we're getting more of what we already know and a clear and just now more people see what you know what like you talked about what we'd looked into before um but with her it's like i don't think there's any new evidence so it's like to me there's nothing it's just them there trying is to, new evidence the new evidence is her making new allegations. Right, but I don't think they're there's just gonna be evidence adding, to it. It's gonna be They're not more, tied together. It's gonna be more just claims. As far as like the direct evidence that like fits a narrative, there is not she doesn't have a big thing I mentioned before is that in the UK trial, they did not get original photographs. They did yeah. not authenticate any of these photos. Mm-hmm. So that was something that was being contested in this one. The lawyers were on Depp's side, did win access to all of Amber's devices in November of last year. So predating the trial. So they did get to, which now the defense is trying to use in their own favor of like, look, they took the photos. The evidence in this case, simply put, is overwhelming and compelling. In the six weeks, we're going to try to show you as much as we possibly can. There are many, many, many photographs. Now, you heard Ms. Vasquez try to say, "Uh uh-oh, you you can't trust those as not the originals. She's got that wrong. It's not from the original devices. Ms. Hurd took all kinds of photographs, and her friends took photographs, and all of those remained on the cloud, and all of them have been imaged, and all of them have been examined by their IT experts, and they cannot discredit one photograph. Then she says, oh, and it's, it's got a photo editing thing. Well, all iPhones have the photo editing. It's where you can make it a little lighter or darker. You can move it to the center or not. That doesn't discredit the photographs. And we will have an IT expert who will testify that all of these are legitimate, authentic photographs. Not only that, but Ms. Hurd produced all of her different devices over the years, including her most recent laptop. And they were pulled from many, many sources. And all of them are identical. So if she was going to go in and try to manipulate, she would have had to do it everywhere. And Ms. Hurd will tell you she doesn't have that level of t- talent. There may be a couple of you on the, on the jury who have that talent. She does not have that talent. But it's ignoring the point that the timing of the photos don't line up with all of the other evidence exactly. surrounding what she's describing. Because there's a lot of witness testimony also, you could just save a, f- a photo that's edited, and then that saves to your cloud and everywhere else. It doesn't mean it wasn't edited. It, it doesn't. It means nothing. Yeah. What she says means nothing. Yeah. And she says that they're going to have experts. I'm really looking forward to seeing what yeah. kinds of experts they're going to have. Yeah, that also doesn't mean like, and I mean, I don't know. Obviously, her People magazine. I'm like that shit's high fucking res. I'm like that's a legitimate photo. Like that's like on. I don't know if that's an iPhone. Right. Well, and those, like, a photo doesn't authenticate 
the bruise. Even reality. Exactly. Yeah. The photo doesn't authenticate the time. Right. Without that original right. metadata. So right. the photo, like, and she, she has to play up of like, these are going to be truly traumatizing photos that you're going to see. Like you're going to see the clump of hair. She talks about the fucking clump of hair on the carpet. That She's looks like, like, it literally looks like she cut you. It looks like she took it out of her fucking brush and, and cut it and then put it on the ground. Uh huh. Yeah. It does not look like she's hair like, was pulled out. You're, you, you can imagine, you saw the hair. You can imagine how that would feel coming out of your head. <laughs> what does a psychiatrist have to say? Okay. So she's not a psychiatrist. She's oh, a psychologist, psychologist which oh Elaine really wants you to know Elaine. because she's not board certified. So the psychologist is fun, <laughs> meaning she's not a medical right. doctor. Right. Which so she delegitimized the, the entire profession of psychology. Yeah. I don't know why I said art form, the but I do. Form. I do think it is an art form. There's to interpretation. Be yeah, there is. It isn't. There's art. It's art and science combined. She um. She was wonderful. Super like a hot, cool, total babe. This is an interesting witness because she is technically an expert witness, which means that. Johnny's team hired her to provide expertise that would bolster the claims that they're making. Mm -hmm. However, she was also a compulsory witness, meaning basically the court ordered a, a psychologist of Johnny's team's choosing to analyze Amber. So Shannon had access a to all of the UK documents, all of her like medical records and previously recorded interviews, all of the evidence pertaining to the case she was able to review. And then she also, over the course of two days, spent about seven to eight hours speaking with Amber and doing diagnostic testing with her mm -hmm. per the court order. This is weird because like normally if you had a psychologist on or whatever to try to testify to what appeared to be her mental state, right? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be able to get access to Amber actually sitting and have being yeah, analyzed in this way. The I actually didn't know that because that's why I feel like a lot of people push back. It's like, Oh, well how would they know? Or something like that. Right. Or like, why didn't they do this for Johnny? Mm -hmm. Why isn't they, why don't they have to have that evaluation for him? The reason is because Amber, as part of her declaration alleged that she developed PTSD as a result. Ah, okay. So they have the court appointed responsibility of investigating that, that claim, claim because yeah. it is pertinent. pertinent. Yeah. To the case. Jinx. <laughs> Yo, me a soda. Diet. Mens rea. Coke zero bitch. Not a Pepsi. Yeah. You know, I got you. So, during cross-examination, the best part of her uh, testimony was fucking Elaine. God bless you, What'd Elaine. What'd she do this time? Oh, Elaine. <laughs> Damn it. So this is another example of like trying to... Uh, Badger the witness? No. It's to... Uh, oh, my God. I can't think. Impeach. To impeach the witness, which would oh, be like get her off the stand. No, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. But to impeach a witness in that context means to catch them like, in a lie. In a lie, okay. Pretty much to 
Baycomi's acknowledged discrepancies in their testimonies Baycomi's and the evidence. slipping. Yeah. Heard that. So Elaine was trying to catch um, Dr. Curry slipping, mm-hmm. setting up the bias. The big thing, <laughs> Muffin Gate. There was Muffin Gate. So Elaine was trying to get her on this shit. She was, she thought she was about to fucking swing for the fences. There it is. <laughs> I was like, benches? <laughs> Close. I got, I got court there. on the mind. I swing got, for the benches. I got you, baby. Thank you. Uh, she thought she really had one here. Yeah. She was like, um, isn't it true that you're a fan of Johnny Depp? And she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, but you've seen his movie. She's like, yeah, I've seen his movies. Is it, It'd be true. It would be correct to say that you think he's a good actor. And she's like, yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, and she's like, isn't it true that you were so excited to get this case? In fact, that you shared that information with your husband and with her Amber Heard directly. You were, in fact, so excited about being involved in this case that you told your husband, even though this was a highly confidential matter, that you were going to be conducting the examination of Ms. Heard, didn't you? That is not accurate. You not only told your husband, but you told Ms. Heard that you told your husband, correct? Ms. Bredehoff, that is not accurate. What is accurate? You're incorrect. That is not correct. You, you, is your testimony today under oath that you did not tell your husband that you were going to be conducting the examination of Amber? That is my testimony. Okay. So the question that was asked was because you brought muffins, you said from your husband, right? You get and you gave those to Miss Heard, correct? May I clarify what occurred so that we can stop talking about the muffins? What happened was that I was getting ready that morning. I frequently bring muffins to the office. My husband did happen to know that there was going to be a celebrity client coming in because on the mornings that that occurs, which often occurs, we have to actually clear the office and move the staff to the other office. So yes, on the one hand, he was aware of that. I was getting ready. I asked him to go to the bakery near our house and pick up the muffins for me because I was running late. He often has to do that because I often do run late. He brought the muffins back to the house. I brought them into the office. Ms. Hurd and I enjoyed the muffins together. I think I made a comment to her along the lines like, we can thank my husband he brought, or my husband got these for us today, meaning he purchased the muffins. We are now enjoying them because of him. That's so, like, it just doesn't even make it's sense. Nothing. It's It is. It and is. it's so exhausting to get through. It honestly just makes the witness look a million times smarter than the lawyer. <laughs> it makes them look stupid. Yeah. Like really, really stupid. grasping for straws, dude. Like that is absolutely fucking crazy. Cause even if it was like, Oh, it's a hype. It's a celebrity. It's like, okay. Like what does that indicate? Exactly. The leaps they're trying to make with the, they're like, we have so much evidence. It's insane. Yeah. It's actually mind blowing. They've ever seen. And it's the evidence case. consists of, That'd be weird to plan, right? <laughs> also, like, that'd be crazy. Am I did right? Did you you like you told your husband though that you're gonna analyze Amber Heard, right? And even if she <laughs> did, I guess that would be, I guess that would break some rules. It's like you're building up, you're working so hard to set try up and find the minor, something that could be implied. Thing. Yeah, 
Like, it's not even like you're setting up a fact. You're setting up something that could be interpreted as potentially yeah. with the right person as biased. Right. And and there, I feel like a lot of it, from what you're talking about, even with how, what they're reaching for and how aggressive they're being is I think they're, they're trying to kind of fuck people up. Like, they're trying to get someone to yeah. say, but like they're just coming off as dum-dums because they're all just normal things. They're trying to like push people towards well, they're tripping up on, or I don't know, whatever it is. It's there. It's also not helped by the fact that their demeanor is so like, because they're yeah. so aggressive too. They're just like getting upset. It seems like they're getting upset over like such minor details and trying to like gotcha these people yeah. in like normal human mistakes that would be made over the course of this like fucking saga that are not damning yeah in comparison to like what is being alleged like they can't cross they haven't they have not been able to successfully cross on any of the like actual claims being made right because they don't have counter evidence to that right they're just trying yeah they're just doing anything they can to trip people up speculative and it's not working Yeah. yeah the fucking compact So this was the end of the third. It's estimated for six, but it can go on longer. So depending on how many witnesses Johnny has left, sounds like not a lot. It's going to turn to the defense and it's going to be a whole new roller coaster. Yeah, I think obviously we're going to have to do one on... Honey, there's nothing else going on. Yeah. You, everyone, this is, this is bigger than all of us, (laughs) but, but legitimately it is in a lot of ways. Like this is a, this is a, a bellwether for like where we've arrived as, as a culture, as a culture post Trump, post COVID. Mm hmm in a new era where we've like, it's a new era that's returned to the previous era in a way, or yeah. is trying to replicate something before. Well, I think, I hope that it's, and I, I feel like, and that's why I brought up the, like someone, you know, with the, um, the ACLU stuff is people being like, okay, actually yeah, like that still not just, blindly being like well you know trying to defend her like i'm hoping that there can be some common ground like and just a little bit more rational thinking and conversation rather than like this is right this is wrong if you're on this side like do you know what i mean like i think that's everything seems to be an indicator and an example of just the divisiveness and i'm hoping that we can kind of like obviously we're returned to we're, new ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and obviously we're like on one side, but I think it's because it's going against the idea of that. Like the woman's always right. And like, 
believe me, like 99% of cases, I fully fucking believe that to be the case, like without a doubt in my mind. But to not like the Jesse Smollett thing too, like there are these things happening there. It's like, you can't just blindly believe shit. There's a difference between taking a beat and thinking about something versus being like, oh, you know, it just... Oh, it's just crazy. If and it, it were a purely he said, she said situation in which we did not right. have evidence right. and other, you know, shit to draw from context right. to draw from in order to build an opinion. That's mm-hmm. how you create an informed opinion. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that information, then you're going to default to wherever your bias lies in that situation where your intuition is Mm -hmm. in that situation in that you know that 2018 me too like brought to light the fact that it seemed more average or more customary to deny but that's not even on like a a personal basis necessarily because it wasn't being shared in a mass media kind of way like these were suppressed at the intimate levels right and never reached the public in any way right so to like make some kind of like meaningful charge about how we're all handling this one in particular yeah it's just silly because it's to me that still was an important movement because it did bring to light these things to your point that were suppressed or people believe they couldn't say. It so was. to me, that's it's a disservicing sh- itself by not taking itself seriously. Right. And I think that's what it's like to me. It was more of like, okay, understand what all is actually going on in general. That doesn't mean that you drop all sense of critical thinking and <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, Look at it, fucking Asia Argento. Oh my God, that fucking bitch. Exactly. Like, bottom line, there are shitty people. People. Yeah. Shit. People are shitty. This, this is the matriarchy argument all over again. Yeah. It's just, it, you're, you're swinging to another extreme right. where it's like, well, the men were actually the ones we should trust. And it's like, actually, no, women are the one that right. we should trust implicitly. It's like, well, how about men and women don't differ that much as far as their character. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the ways that like, but yeah, are, do I believe that most of the time women are victims of abuse? Yeah, I do. I think there are different kinds of abuse and all Physically, that. Physically. Yeah. Yeah. But physical abuse, a hundred percent. I think men are emotionally abused all fucking day. Yeah. A lot more. And nobody gives a shit about how that impacts them in any way. They'll spend, they'll spend, pages and pages of think pieces about like why didn't you know fka twigs have every opportunity to leave and didn't you know when Mm -hmm. he was mean to her whatever she made whatever her allegations were i honestly Mm, don't i do think i do think some of them were strong but just verbal yeah i'm just saying in this there's never a conversation or an acknowledgement about the fact that emotionally abusing somebody brings them to a place like that has an impact it had we're allowed to acknowledge the impact that it has in all these other circumstances like mm-hmm. you have stockholm syndrome or if you're being right. groomed by like we have grooming as a discourse in society yeah. but not that men can be emotionally manipulated and abused by or or yeah. no women totally on women right. you know it's yeah. not it's it, 
it doesn't even have to be gendered necessarily. It's like, yeah, we're, we're actually more woke because we're not creating it based on gender. Like we're just acknowledging the fact that there are human evils at times and human like weakness at times. Yeah. But I do think there's something to be said for the male side where I think because of, I do think a lot of suppression for, for males, like societal Also, they're molested at the same rate as women. Exactly. And, or more. So they have suppressed sexual assault and they trauma that's not being addressed. Lot. Everything, emo- like, they're suppressed. They're supposed to be, like, all the things. I do think there's a lot. So, and then you combine that with testosterone. You combine that with, um, you know, just how fucked up the world is and, mm-hmm. like, what they're supposed to be as a man that they they can't get to. They really can't get to in this world. Like, I, I don't know this burden on them i genuinely think is true um and also yeah i think just just testosterone and fucking trying to fuck all the time you know and they don't know what to do with that and then yeah there should but that's people. also like an over generalization of men because that's not necessarily how I'm, all men express themselves of course like, not or their that's not always their motivation but i do th- i truly do believe that women are going to be you know obviously as you know assaulted more than men like I, men I are mean, going to be more likely to be physical and it's yeah. on themselves and others yeah like they're more likely to b- succeed at suicide and they're more likely to be physically violent to another person that's a good point i didn't think about that in terms of like men fighting each other it would make sense that that would obviously carry over but I, I and i think with like a woman it's just like obviously to me what i think about a lot is just like we're they're stronger than us so it's like you know that's right. just but they can't can always be, overpower it can't us. be dumbed down to the point that like if you're a man biologically like gender is not a construct like gender doesn't exist there's no biological difference between men and women however men are physically biologically right. stronger yeah. and thus yeah. more capable of being perpetrators and yeah. they're inherently like toxic and bad yeah based on their enculturation so in any case like there's no way around it like there's just like this logical circle around yeah. um, whatever you're trying to protect at that point yeah I don't Which know. brings me to my up. drag. Drag it, baby. <laughs> Fucking drag it. Which is, I, I've, I've been red pilled. <laughs> no, I'm not red pilled, but I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm identifying as um, a lamestream media denier <laughs> at this point. Fake news. Because I was not engaged. I mean, lamestream is a funny thing obviously a trump era gem i'd never actually heard it before and i love it lamestream yeah oh yeah i only heard the fake news but lamestream oh. is so much the failing better. new york times that's also a great one what love is it the failing new york times i don't get it that's trump just always referred to the new york times <laughs> as the failing new york times <laughs> that's i mean motherfucker was clever he was kind of off the He's cuff the quips i mean sleepy joe it's a it's a classic i'm sorry Solid. like it's so good and the because <laughs> motherfucker is sleepy the fucking town hall because he'd be in jail <laughs> or because you'd be in jail i don't know that one. Oh, that's what he said he was like Hillary's like, I wouldn't want this madman to be in charge of our judicial system. And he's like, because he'd be in jail. (laughs) (laughs) 
was like such a fucking sick burn. Dude, I'm sorry. He knew how to burn people. This is an he apolitical did. podcast. I'm just that is an objective yeah. burn, guys. Trump's I'm a sorry. piece of shit, but he fuck. He brought some comedy, dude. I think he we've all did. come around to what Look. we what we can take. Yeah. Well, what are we taking from the experience? Yeah. Funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> funny shit. Not as bad as I thought. Funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bark. A lot of bark. Um, but I was radicalized through this case, essentially, because I, I want to do my due diligence and I want to like check source material. Like I don't want to rely on YouTube as right. my source of information. Like I'd like to see where they're getting their sources and through a Google, like an active intentional Google search and also just like what was recommended to me in the ether. Uh, I have not seen a single mainstream publication that is covering this case with like any level of objectivity in objectivity yeah. of subjectivity. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that's not like Bloomberg doing straight up recaps, you know, right. but also those, those are also in, included in a minor way as well, because a lot of these, most of my, most of these articles, the issue that I have with them is their omissions mm-hmm. and how much the, like the, loudness of what they are saying through their omitting very important information. And the first one that came up was like the day of the trial it was vanity fair, notoriously weird <laughs> reporting going on there all the time. Like Julia Fox isn't she? Oh no, no, that's oh, no. uh interview oh, magazine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, same. Honestly, same level. Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair is like well, um, it should be higher. No, I know. It's like for the, the, the encultured yeah, the ladies. upper the upper echelon. It's like, hey, lady. you're a lady, and you like to dress nice. You want to know about the skin tips, but also you care about politics. The yeah, <laughs> president. <laughs> Check out this young senator. <laughs> Iconic Pete and Beto cover pieces okay. in Vanity Fair. They're like the they're the political edge, you know. Okay. For ladies, it's politics for ladies. <laughs> There's the first one, and it was I, I was laughing out loud reading it because they don't mention, like most of these, anything that would potentially put anything Amber Heard has mm-hmm. alleged in a space of reasonable doubt. Like it is speaking from the point of view already that it's extremely obvious and apparent that Johnny Depp is just like a sad piece of shit. That's like so egotistical Mm -hmm. and like toxic and fucked up that he just like can't let it go. And he's just going to fucking revenge drag her through this for the rest of her life. And blah, he, whatever the funniest, the funniest paragraph to me was, the description of <laughs> his former lawyer who was obviously a stupid a bad lawyer a bad very yeah. bad lawyer also was constantly leaking shit to like tmz and daily mail oh about like Johnny. he was the one that was like f- planting the the term hoax like specifically using the term hoax to describe what she was alleging or doing whatever That's not gonna he work. was leaking yeah he was 
an idiot. That said, the the this is like the the primer piece into the trial starting. It's the day of the trial starting of like this is what's going on and this is what we're looking forward to, yada yada. So the first like two paragraphs are like Johnny Depp, highly litigious, like extremely sad. <laughs> <laughs> Financial trouble, drinks hella wine question mark. Uh it goes, in 2016, Depp began working with Adam Waldman, a Washington lawyer who worked as a lobbyist for Oleg Deripaska, a Russian metals magnate who is reportedly a Vladimir Putin, quote, favorite. Waldman had also unspecified ties to Julian Assange, whom he visited at the Ecuadorian <laughs> embassy in London nine times in 2017, according to official logs seen by The Guardian. The attorney has also reportedly worked with Angelina Jolie and Cher. Just like not relevant information at all. Completely and irrelevant. Do we even do we even know the name of a lawyer of Amber's? No. Do yeah. we know anything about Amber? No. Beyond what she's said happened? No. But you know, we do know that. Johnny's lawyer is a is a Putin favorite, and Putin's a fucking. He's. Did you hear about yeah, U- Ukraine? Hey, Have you heard you about, about Ukraine? The, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know, but Putin, not chill. Not a great dude. Putin's not chill. Could he used actually. a great. Could he used a great mother. Wee woo wee woo. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> do you know how close I was to? Okay, sidebar. Approach the bench. Dun dun. Uh huh. I was gonna I considered for a moment writing a farcical poem a la Annalyn McCord right. to Putin as me to Amber Heard <gasps> because our birthdays are a day apart. April. We're April and Amber. <gasps> We're both blondes. <laughs> and my therapist told me once that all of the circumstances of my life had me set up perfectly to develop PB wow BPD. <laughs> peanut butter disease <laughs> <laughs> PPD PPD God. BPD but that I don't have it okay I'm honestly upset with you for sharing that and just not having done it okay because right because it's the so point good. of view is that like I understand what my power could be. What you could have had been. I had chosen vengeance and not healing. But so what is your what would be what would it be though? So it's your mother or what would you be if I was or if I was Amber? Well, or if I was it'd be Amber's father. Because Amber's father was supposedly the abusive one. He would actually like drink and do drugs with Johnny. And um, he his job was working on farms and breaking horses. Oh, shit. Dude. And she would break horses with him. That honestly. And she had like broken her legs like four times before she even wow. like graduated high school. Dude, I started reading a book about fucking this uh, was it educated. It's like hella popular, but it's Mormon bitch. And her dad was like basically bipolar, but she broke some horses. And Wait, what? 
what is this? <laughs> it's this? It's this book called Educated. But oh. Anyways, but some, she was like breaking bit? horses and okay. like her, anyways, her dad was like hella crazy too. It reminds me of that. So this is the most sympathy I felt for Amber because that does sound really hard and shitty. I do have sympathy for yeah, her. I honestly, I watch her in court and I just imagine how fucking awful you must feel to be in that position still to this day. And they mention like her daughter in that, like her daughter just turned one, like oh, a fuck, couple I weeks ago. She got a daughter. And I just imagine like in Amber's head being like, I'm such a piece of shit. Like, I can't believe that I did this. Like, but also like, I didn't mean to do this. Like I, I was hurt. And like, he did do these, like something mm. like sh- her victim mentality. Like she does, truly feel that and in in some ways rightfully so but not her retaliation right not to the extreme that not to the degree yeah. it's like it's just like an overreaction after overreaction and i do i i empathize or i feel i sympathize for her in feeling that the root of the emotion is valid but not understanding the impact of what she does until yeah, after she the reacts fact. yeah she's too impulsive Mm -hmm. and i just imagine her like thinking through all of this so many years later of having to relive it again and again and again and knowing that she's like exaggerated and lied about these things but trying to convince herself she didn't well to me that's the best case scenario that 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 she's even aware of it yeah a hundred percent especially if she has a daughter like i hope I hope, I hope yeah. that there's growth and learning and that at the end of this, they can both be done with it and fucking move on and hopefully be better people because they both clearly need a shit ton of help. So for that child's sake, like, fuck, dude. But also just imagining her life like 10 years down the line where she has fucking nothing and she's no one and she's like just like at the bottom of the barrel trying to like get on Big Brother or some shit. I, I I think I don't think she'll end up that way if she if she takes care of herself mentally like I think there's enough where like even us like we obviously sided with Johnny on this and still I don't I want her to get better yeah you no, know she we does, don't she we has see a, them both as being kind of equal and like at least in terms of like toxicity towards each other the aftermath and how it's played out and lying whatever is you know but like if she works and works on herself and like has a genuine effort to try and be a good person and engage in roles or whatever, like I don't think she'll be blacklisted. I think it's just a matter of her. I think she just needs to take right a break. Place. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they she's both just, do. She has to lay low. Everyone's rehabable. That's what yeah, we're learning. Like, absolutely. Just like 20, heal. everyone from 2018 is coming on back. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Stealth style. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Um, well, my drag is uh, someone else that's come back because they never went away because they're still in Hawaii. Hey, we might have a trial to cover with this one oh soon. Oh my God. Ezra, God willing. What are you God willing. doing? You know what he's doing? He's in Hawaii getting fucking hammered. Um, this time, precious little Ezra. Um, Still getting invited places, but went to a house or maybe Somehow he just managed to crashed it. Get into someone's yeah, house at a house party <laughs> was asked to leave. Um, surprise, surprise, because he's being belligerent uh, and allegedly allegedly. Right. Um, and then throws a chair fucking clocks a bitch in the head. 
straight up throws a plastic lawn chair into some hose dome. Straight to the dome, dude. Straight to the dome. Before it was just like a probably initially a, a friendly but firm goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah. it was a call. <laughs> gotta call the popo. <laughs> yeah. Cops came, arrested our dude. I just who's gonna what 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 a poly couple is gonna take him in, bail this fucker know, out right? this time, yeah. soothe and heal his wounds. Who is he writing letters to now? Oh my god, he's already dude. on like write an inmate website. I'm like, can they just like kick him off the island? Like, I feel like Hawaii's like pretty gnarly like i you know hey, why you gotta go hey no hey, bro you gotta go <laughs> i don't know who talked to you but that's not what we do here <laughs> fuck yeah dude hawaiians are so, like the wines i've experienced are so fucking chill cool <laughs> um yeah dude homie's fucking crazy i'm just like i can't believe this motherfucker's still in hawaii like someone come get your boy i can't believe he's still going and getting arrested <laughs> it's At not some point it's like, not easy like think of all the times you've been belligerent i could think of some never got arrested just once <laughs> i only got arrested once it's <laughs> For like, a, especially a rich, famous white person, like it's not that hard to not get arrested. I feel like it's literally like it's the easiest thing to do to not yeah. get arrested. It's almost harder to get arrested. I agree. Like Reese Witherspoon had to try really hard to get arrested. <laughs> I watched that tape. Do you know who She's I am? So annoying. <laughs> I'm now being arrested and handcuffed. Yep. Do you know my name, sir? Don't need to know. You don't need to know my name. Not quite yet. I'll get oh, that really? information. Okay. You're about to find out who I am. That's fine. Fucking Poon, what's her last name? It's like, what's her last name? Or her real name is like something funny. Doesn't matter. Um, Robin Poon. <laughs> no, I think I feel like it's Poon. It's like Julie, Julianne or some shit. I don't know. Julie the Spoon. <laughs> what? That's what we're going to call her moving what, forward. What if your last name was Le Spoon? Le Spoon? Leah Le Spoon. Leah Le is Lea la spoon? Lea, je, <laughs> je suis Lea le spoon. I don't know fucking any French, so je suis. My name je, is. That means my name. Je right? m'appelle. Je m'appelle Avril le spoon. Avril Monique le spoon. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. I feel like we're getting to Ezra territory right now, but uh. I don't know, man. The deep end <laughs> watches a diving. I'm gonna go to jail. Oh, nice. You're upsetting me. Getting arrested. Watch out for your whore Okay. All right. Well, that's enough of that. Too much nonsense for one episode, but can't wait for more. Can't wait to share more. Hey, her honestly, her round three, we're coming for you. I just want to put on the record that Amber heard doo dooed on Johnny Depp's bed on my birthday in 2016, and I'm pretty sure that's also the year that Prince died on my birthday. 
What a whopper of a year. And I don't want to say there was a connection, but then a couple, <laughs> couple months later, Trump wins. Chaos. Directly coinciding with my Saturn return. What do you think about that? Can I say the tower? I just wanted to make this a little bit more about my birthday since we, we missed it by such a, by a full week. It's never enough for you, is it? It's never enough for you. I give you all the Sims gifts. I shower you with Sims gifts, and you still got to make it more about you. Yeah. Okay. But more so about like the JFK, Abraham Lincoln style conspiracy coincidences (laughs) occurring around my birthday. Also, Hitler's birthday, 420. I think you might be a fucking. Maybe I'm just you are saying, BPD, dude. There's a lot of crazies around. Okay, here. I think you should listen to fucking Shannon's Muffin Gate te- <laughs> testimony and learn a thing or two about what BPD sounds like because this ain't it, honey. Okay. And that's that's MFT certified, ain't it, honey? I'll check in with Shannon. Actually, Shan. a miracle. I'm a. I'm a didn't get bpd miracle wow if i were your father (laughs) (laughs) anyway okay bye ciao